0: Hey friends, have you ever had to wait and wait for what seems like forever for a promise or a dream to become a reality for you? Perhaps you're still waiting. Well, today's guest knows that feeling well and shares her story of how she went from a young girl designing sketches and selling them to friends, dreaming of working in fashion, to finally, 15 years later, getting invited to design and share her line at New York Fashion Week. For those who don't know, New York Fashion Week is the stage that all other designers, retailers, and bloggers watch to take their cues from. This is a big deal. This journey, though, has not always been easy for her, and it has required her patience, her faith, and God's favor, something that maybe you could relate to also. The best part is, I'll explain later in the episode how you can have a direct hand in making this dream a reality for her. Stay tuned. Grab your cup of coffee and listen close so you can be encouraged as you also wait for your own dreams to be fulfilled. Hi, you're listening to Java with Jen with your host, Jenilee Samuel. All right, so I met Bria. Um, Actually, I accidentally, well, I didn't accidentally, I started stalking her online (laughs) When a friend had sent me an article uh, in our local magazine of this this local girl who is a designer and just got invited to go to Fashion Week, and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to meet this girl, and so I couldn't find her on Facebook or Instagram yet because I was looking for her name, couldn't find her, and so I messaged my friends back, and I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, help me find her so I can stalk her, and so which sounds so creepy, and uh, so I did finally find her on Facebook and sent her a message and was like, I am so excited for the journey that you're on and how your faith plays into this and stuff. So um, I was like, let me take you out to lunch. So we went out to lunch a couple weeks ago, got to know each other. And so this is Bria Evans, a local to Beaumont. (laughs) And um, Bria, why don't you explain a little bit, just like in capsule form, because we'll get into the the questions in a second, but in capsule form, um, what you do and what you're doing. Um so I am a fashion designer okay. out of Beaumont. Um I
1: am currently prepping for New York Fashion Week, um which I'll be going to in September. So exciting. I know, I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> and so that's really what um, I'm working towards right now. It's okay. just getting everything in order for that. So I'm excited. It'll be my first collection as a brand.
0: So Right. Yeah. Now Okay, wait. I don't want to get ahead of myself and ask questions. Okay, well then let's let's start with you then. So, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Have you been here forever?
1: Yes, I'm from Beaumont, born and raised. Um, pretty much all of my family is from Beaumont. Well, on my mom's side, my dad's side is from Galveston. So, okay, we travel between Beaumont and Galveston, but I was raised in Beaumont. Okay, Okay. so you are a true local. Yes. (laughs) Um,
0: Well, then, since my next question was, where's the favorite place you've lived? Have you lived outside
1: of Beaumont? I have. I went to Louisiana State University, LSU, for a year. So I lived in Louisiana for a year, Baton Rouge. Uh And then the majority of the time, I lived in Dallas for schooling. I transferred to the Art Institute of Dallas. Um, So from 2013 to 2016, I lived in Dallas, which was awesome. Was that
0: your favorite? <laughs> yes. Because
1: that's like that's like big city life. Yeah. It's Dallas. like going to New York without like going to New
0: York. <laughs> <laughs> it's like New York on a smaller scale. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Austin is Texas's is LA. Right. And Dallas yes. is Texas's is New York yes. City. Yes. Okay. No, yes. I'm totally with you on it. That. That's awesome. Okay. So Dallas is your favorite. So, yeah. okay. Well, then this, this is a more personal question. What is your favorite restaurant and what do you like to order there? Um, okay. So... I don't really have a
1: a favorite restaurant, but there's a place out here called Real Cajun, and they have Boom Boom Tacos, and they're shrimp tacos. Well, you can get fish or shrimp. Uh Um, But they put, like, a sauce on it, and it's like, you taste it at first, and it's not like, you're like, oh, it's not that hot. And then it kicks. Oh no. <laughs> but it's good. It's really, really good. Really? So I love their shrimp tacos. And then in Dallas, there's a place called Rodeo Goat. Okay. And you find <laughs> these strange name places. My goodness. <laughs> actually, okay, so my sister, she's like a foodie. And so anytime okay. we go visit her and my brother-in-law in Dallas, she's like, Let's go try this restaurant, uh-huh. you know. So this one time we went and she's like, There's a place called Rodeo Goat. It's a burger place. Let's go. So we were like, okay, I'm not really a burger person, but her her and my brother are so I was like okay majority rules uh-huh. and so I'm looking through the menu I can't remember the name of the burger but it has like a bacon onion marmalade <laughs> what that sounds delicious <laughs> and, like, and I was like okay if I'm ever craving a burger I might eat a burger like four times out of the year and uh-huh. I'm like if I'm ever craving a burger I want to come back no for kidding. this one because it was delicious oh but I could eat that sauce by itself.
0: No kidding. But yeah. That sounds
1: amazing. It's good. If you're ever in Dallas, Rodeo Goat. Rodeo Goat. Okay, now what was the other place that was here? Real Cajun. It's in Mid-County though. It's not in Beaumont.
0: What is your favorite fashion trend right now? What are you loving? Ooh. um, Because we're in spring, heading into summer. I'm really
1: liking, I know this is kind of random, but like mules, like shoes. Yes. I'm really like obsessed. Like I have probably like six or seven pairs of mules. Yep. I don't know what it is, but they're just like comfortable. They're easy to slide on. If you get a statement pair, you know, mm-hmm. that can be the statement piece of your outfit. So I'm <laughs> with you on that. Last year was my
0: discovery of mules. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I was like, where have these been right. all my life?
1: <laughs> yes, mules and slingbacks. Like, yeah. I have 50 pairs of all of those yes
0: yeah. okay for those who don't know what a mule or a slingback is a mule is a shoe where it's like a closed-toed shoe but it's just the front half of the shoe right and the back is totally open yes. like there's no heel or anything it's just open so it's like a flip-flop but yeah. it's a totally closed toe closed toe yeah and then a slingback is similar but it has like a little a strap, strap around the ankle yep. or around the back of the heel I yep, guess that's yeah it. <laughs> uh, yeah slingbacks are great I don't know if it's because I have narrow feet slingbacks don't stay on my feet
1: yeah well. I have narrow feet so I Try to go more for mules than
0: slingbacks. Yeah. yeah the strap pops doesn't off. stay yeah yeah see you just need to design some slingbacks for us skinny footed people <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day down the line you I'm... and you and madden uh steve madden you guys yeah. could like join do a collab <laughs> yeah do a collab that'd be awesome okay so then tell us take us into your journey with fashion is this something that you've always wanted to do mm-hmm. how did that start when did you know this is my thing
1: yeah so i've always been like a creative person mm-hmm Um, But when I was 10 was whenever I discovered, like, fashion was what I was going to do. My aunt, um, she designs, she's actually a costume designer now. But at the time, she made, like, this uh, wedding gown. Uh And I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) And so um, my parents told her, and she got me a fashion kit for Christmas that year. And so, I mean, like, I spent every second of every hour in class sketching out stuff. Um, My mom said, like... I knew she knew I was going to be entrepreneur, uh, an entrepreneur whenever I started selling my designs for oh, 25 cents to oh. my friends <laughs> That's the <best. laughs> in elementary school. <laughs> and so then like my friends will remind me like, you used to critique our designs and stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I've always wanted to be a, a fashion designer. So yeah. that's a
0: gift. Like yes. not everybody knows that clearly. Right. What yeah. That's what,
1: her, that's what everybody says. Like you've been knowing you once. I'm like, yeah. yeah, believe it or not, I went to school to be a vet. Really? Which is how I ended up at LSU. <laughs> what?
0: Oh, okay. So you're going for the veterinarian program, right? Oh, well, that's random. How I did that know. Change? Well, I
1: love I love animals, uh-huh. and so my sister, she's two years older than me. And like, we always said we were going to go to Juilliard together when we graduated. And so when she, when she graduated, she was like, I'm going to school to be a dentist.
0: Oh. So You're like, no. yeah,
1: so I was like, well, maybe I need to go to school to be something serious too. And I was like, well, I love animals. I could be a vet. Oh <laughs> so my, gosh. my parents sat down they talked to me. They were like, look, do you really want to be in school for the next eight years of your life? I was like, you're right. No, oh, I'm <laughs> so, so glad your parents did that. Yeah. Like they had a serious talk with me. Like, um, so we had a graduate banquet at our church and mm-hmm. we have to announce like what we're going to school for. And I was like, and I'm going to school for pre veterinarian studies. And my parents were like, What? Like, what? <laughs> so that night they talked to me, they were like now let's decide before you leave for college. Yeah. So before I ever got to LSU, I changed my major to fashion design. Okay. So Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. What was your what was your click that you were like, yeah, clearly I need to take the leap for fashion design?
1: Um, I guess them like really just being like science for the next four to eight years. Right. I was like, you're right. Can't, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, this gonna Because I really that? I really wouldn't have mind like, you know, um, She had a former student who was telling her how she had to, like, dig in the cows rearing Oh, Lord Jesus. And I was like, I I wouldn't mind doing that, but it was the science that that got me.
0: I was like, yeah, Uh, I'll stick to
1: fashion.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, and fashion probably involves, it involves a little science, but probably a whole lot of math.
1: Yes, a whole lot of math, which I can deal with fractions and, like, now that I've been doing it for mm-hmm. so long I can kind of just easily like in my head like oh okay like I can easily look at something and be like that's half of an inch or that's quarter of an inch like really? I can eyeball it now wow. um,
0: but yeah not nearly as much as science as it is math. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it amazing what your eye can learn to do like yes. I can look at someone and pretty much <laughs> gauge okay you're this body shape yeah. you're this inseam you're probably about this right. size on top this size on bottom you're about this tall maybe weigh this much yeah. like I can kind of Yeah I would too. always like my um,
1: pattern making teachers would walk us through like the process they uh-huh. would just like like okay half of an inch right here and walk it around and I'd be like How'd you how did you do that and now I'm like I get it because you know mm. I've been doing it for so long so yeah
0: yeah that's so cool that's so cool So, what gives inspiration to your designs? I mean, I've watched the Project Runway. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've probably watched (laughs) every episode. And it um, always amazed me the interesting environments they put them in Mm -hmm. with the purpose of getting inspiration for their designs. So, what's your process? And see, that's, I would struggle. Everybody always asks, like,
1: are you going to go on Project Runway? Have you ever considered it? And it's always like, no.
0: Really, too much pressure. One,
1: yeah, it's it's the time, like twenty four hours to design and sew. Like that's insane. I people who go on that show and make it props to them because mm-hmm. I'm like I hyperventilate and it's only like 45 <laughs> minutes, you know, to an hour of the show and I'm like, are you going to make it in time? <laughs> um, but yeah, so my, my inspiration comes from um, modern architecture okay. and contemporary architecture so I love um, really just angular styles and lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a couture class in college and that's when I learned that I really love fabric manipulation mm-hmm. and so I try to incorporate that in my designs Okay. so I like taking just really plain fabrics and giving them detail
0: okay so yeah like pleats ruffles yeah. swoops right all the things yes now do you do that with accessorizing <clears throat> like zippers and all those things or just the fabric itself a little bit of everything I really had an opportunity to
1: experiment with that uh, for my senior collection in college, okay. it was very um, street editorial, and so I had an opportunity to do like quilting techniques and just placing zippers in places and. Um, the collection was kind of inspired by what life and fashion might be like, um, influenced from technology in the next five to ten years. Oh, and so I got modern. to, yeah, I got to play around with like a lot of different fabric manipulation techniques, which was very fun. Okay, um, and that's kind of when I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Jay, Jay Boland does that a yes, lot. Yes, yes. So like if you guys don't follow stylist everything. Jay Bolin. <laughs> oh my gosh, he he does prints in a way that it's like. How did you do... Him and um, Dom Streeter. I don't know if you I remember her from um, her? Project Runway. Oh, she okay. won... She won her season. And then she went on to win Project Runway All-Stars, too. Oh, wow. But the way that she does prints is, like, insane. Mad crazy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, if I tried to do that, it would come out being a hot mess. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, no. See, I love mixing prints. I yeah. think it's so... It adds that... It takes to a whole nother level. Right. Yeah. Like... People who mix prints are doing it on purpose. Yes. Well, then you got those people that are like, it's like they got dressed with their eyes Yeah, like they're trying like, too Wait, hard to up. make it work. Yeah. <laughs> or they just literally don't care. Right. And they're like, I just pulled something out of yeah. my closet. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe not so much right. that. Right. But, but when you're mixing prints intentionally, yes. like it can be so chic. Yes. And I just love it. But you're right. Jay Bolin, he like puts colors together yeah. and prints. And I'm like, you're breaking all the mixing prints. Right. Rules. And it works. And it's crazy because um,
1: he styled someone, and I didn't even know that he had styled. It was like a singing group. I want to say it was two girls. Okay. And I saw it going around on Twitter, and I was like, "That surely does look like Jay Bolin." Mm. And then he posted it on his Instagram. I was like, "Yep." So it's crazy how like,
0: it. he's like branded himself, and you can like instantly recognize when yes. like it's him. Okay, so tell us about your personal life. Then, did you grow up in a fashion industry home? Um.
1: Yes and no. My mom, when she was in high school, she did a little bit of sewing. Um, I was influenced, of course, by my aunt. Okay. And then mm-hmm. her husband, who she's married to, he did tailoring. Oh, okay. So it was kind of in my blood, but it wasn't like, you know, my, I watched my mom sew.
0: Right. You know, she obviously does the cooking. Um so, yes and no, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your parents are also in ministry. Does your dad do something besides ministry, or is that his full-time thing? Um, He actually, <laughs> so my dad
1: has three degrees, um, two in business and one in technology. So, oh, okay. currently, he works in technology. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Um, but, yeah, for the majority of, up until two or three years ago, mm-hmm. my dad was
0: full-time. Associate pastor at our church. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you had a really diverse background then. Yeah. Which is kind of awesome. You had a (laughs) lot of things to pull from. Right. You know. And so, well, now your faith background. Um, how has that played into your fashion? I know, but share with the listeners how that yeah, plays into Yeah, so your
1: of vision. course my brand, um it's dignified Women's Apparel, based off the scripture of Proverbs 31:25, um she's clothed in strength and dignity and lasts without fear of the future. And mm-hmm. so it's just my mission to like reinstill that confidence into mm-hmm. women. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's that's really how my faith sort of plays in. I I didn't want me to be the center of it mm-hmm. you know a lot of people name their brands after themselves sure. and um well I didn't do that for two reasons <laughs> we were told in school like you know never like copyright yourself you know if you mm-hmm. go on and decide you're going to retire from it and you have to pass it on to someone you know they have rights to your name oh. and so that was one reason but Shoot. the other reason
0: was like, <laughs> oh don't let that's me that's true I'm like wait I just made my business name and it's my name <laughs> <laughs> help it so <laughs> that's
1: one reason uh-huh. you know um but the other reason was I didn't want me to be the center of it sure and so I wanted people when they come to me to recognize you know that this is God moving in this yeah so yeah yeah
0: see and I I've grown up in ministry as well mm-hmm. as we talked about at lunch um and uh, something that makes me really I guess Growing up, as you've probably encountered, with dress codes Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, there's modesty. And I don't know if it was, like, a movement that was kind (laughs) of a thing when we were growing up or if it's just always been a thing. But I feel like women and beauty and I feel like there was always kind of shrouded with a sense of shame and materialism. Yeah. yeah. And I grew up, like, even I grew up always wanting to look cute mm-hmm. and do my hair and have a cute outfit because yeah. it was just in me. Right. And my sisters would make fun of me, which they both apologized <laughs> since then. They're like, we were stupid. We're so sorry. You know, but, um, and I wasn't allowed to look at magazines, mm-hmm. which I am thankful for because yeah. it protected a lot of my self-image, I think. But there was all these messages sent to me around fashion and and beauty mm-hmm. that came with this connotation of, oh no, if you really care about that, you're probably super shallow or really ungodly, right. you know? And, and now though, I feel like as I got to know the Lord, this love for my beauty mm-hmm. came out. Like not in an egocentric way, but right. like God gave me beauty yeah. and I began to love how he made me and began to love my femininity, right. something that I was always kind of like feministic about before, yeah. you know? And it was like, as I've gotten to know the Lord, like I see how much He really values, mm-hmm. like the way we dress, like the Proverbs thirty-one woman, right. she used silk to dress her yeah. family and fine, fine linens, linens, you know, yeah. and all these different scriptures that as I begin to explore style and fashion, I began to look in the word, and I found way more scripture in support of good style than I did against, you know, and, like, against, it was just the one, and it was like, hey, just don't (laughs) let this be the center of your identity, basically, you know, and so how have you seen that conflict kind of maybe, I don't know if it's resolved, or, like, how have you found your voice on that topic now that you're in fashion coming from your background? That was
1: always, like, the hard part for me, because... Like, I was like, okay, God, like, I know this is my gift, but how do I use it in a way that glorifies you without preaching modesty or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, your dresses have to cover you completely up and, you know. Yeah. So um, for me personally, it's just I know what I prefer to wear, you know, and so that's sort of how I've resolved it. I don't like, you know, necessarily wearing skimpy clothes and You know, but at the same time, I don't like being covered up all the time, you know. (laughs) And so I feel like there's a way to be fashion forward without exposing every part of your body, Right. you know. And you don't have to do it in a way that shames other people for choosing to dress that way. Um. And it's just been, you know, this is my brand and this is what it stands for. And Mm -hmm. this is how... I want my woman to dress, and if you like it, you like it, and if you don't, you don't, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so that's sort of how, that's been my mindset, yeah. and it all is, you know, especially with fast fashion and you see the direction that it's going in, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so how do I be different? Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah. Fast fashion
0: think. being stuff you can find just anywhere. you mean?
1: Yeah, like fast fashion mm-hmm. and, like, things that mm-hmm. are, like, Fashion Nova does it bad. You know, you'll see something on the runway and, like, they'll have it the next week to do later. It, yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, how do you stand out? How do you be mm-hmm. different, you yeah. know, without doing over the top? Right. <laughs> so, right. yeah. And I mean, like I said, you just have to define what your limits are and where you're willing to go. Cause it's very easy to say, you know, I want to do this just so I can be successful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so that's kind of been my mm-hmm. mindset and all of this is like, you know, Define your customer, Mm -hmm. and if they want to buy from you, they will, and if they don't, they don't. Yeah, And I make clothes that's like very, I feel like fashion forward, and I think about myself, I think about my sister, I think about my mom, you know, I think about women who are, you know, believers who might not be believers, but people who are believers, they might want to wear something that I make to church, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, could I see a woman wearing this to church, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, cause I do have a lot of people who support me and they are Christians and women, you know, in ministry. And so, um, I do keep that thought in the back of my head when I am designing, but at the same time, I do want it to be fashion forward. You know, yeah. I do want to make trends and make statements. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I remember one time when I was, when I was in college and I went to a leadership Bible school mm-hmm. that was, we had a real strict dress code Yeah. And, and you couldn't wear spaghetti straps, like, <laughs> at all. You know, they had to be, like, two inches or three inches right. straps or whatever. And fingers. Yep, the fingers. Can <laughs> your fingers, do they cross the mark? Yeah. And, uh, anyways, but I remember... Like, in that little community, there was, like, you know, things get really extreme. So, it was kind of like, oh, spaghetti straps, they're the devil, you know? (laughs) And so, I remember once going into town off campus, and I ran into my advisor, Mm -hmm. and I was talking to her at Barnes & Noble, you know, and we're just talking, 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 and it wasn't until we'd been talking for 10 or 15 minutes that I noticed she was wearing spaghetti straps. (laughs) But the thing is, like, on campus, anytime anyone broke dress code, it was like, (gasps) like, you noticed it right away. And so I thought about it for the longest. I was like, why was it? She's standing right in my face, mm-hmm. not technically in dress code. Yeah. But it never struck me as immodest. Right. And I realized then in that moment, like, it's not just what you're wearing. It's how your you attitude mean, yeah, and, how and how you, you wear, wear it. it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, what's the spirit behind it? Right. You know? And um, it kind of, like, freed me, honestly, mm-hmm. from some of those rules that had been made. Right. To not feel like I had to be bound to this, like, Oh my gosh, your dress must come foreign inches past your fingertips. Yeah. if you're godly, you know, <laughs> right. like hello. Yeah. And so it just made me like. Then it it went back to the heart, which I think yeah. is what God is all about, right. you know, like what is the heart that drives your yeah. actions. And so, um, yeah, being in fashion has been interesting. Um, and I I always think about like the scripture that says, you know, don't cause your
1: brother to stumble. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, what I'm wearing, what I'm saying, you know, how do those actions affect the people around me like what you were saying when we met at lunch like
0: your influence you know just mm-hmm. being mindful of your influence that yeah. you have yeah so yeah yeah it's a delicate balance I think yeah. I was I was talking to a mentor and I was like you know I'm trying to find that balance right between ministry and fashion yeah. and being relevant to my fashion followers and then being relevant to my ministry influence yeah. you know and um and they commented they're like you know what i don't know that you'll ever find that perfect balance it's just a constant awareness mm-hmm. of being sensitive to both sides right. and just just always delicately adjusting yeah. you know and i was like well that's true and exhausting but true <laughs> right <laughs> <You know>? yeah <laughs> that, but that's life you yeah. know things people are always um people are always they're always going to have a thought and so i think it's it's love to to be aware and to be mindful but mm-hmm. but i think there's a lot of I think the Lord, all all of this little part of the conversation to say, I think the Lord is also in this time, like redeeming women Mm -hmm. and redeeming the female image. Yeah. And we see the world going off on the far end where it's trying to violate the image of male and female. Right. But at the same time, I see God like drawing women back to the forefront. Yeah. And women speaking up with the Me Too movement. Like I feel like God is trying to give women their voice back, Yeah. you know, and like, The world will always take things to a perverted extreme, right? but I can still see what God is doing behind it, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like in that, he's also trying to redeem beauty. Mm -hmm. Like beauty is part of God's nature, you know? It's not part of hell's nature. It's definitely characteristic of the Lord. And so I try to, with the women that I mentor and stuff, I try to reiterate to them, like, it's good that you're beautiful. Yeah, you don't have to apologize for that. Right, like that brings glory to God. Beauty's refreshing. Yeah, God made it that way. Right, and so trying to just redeem that with fashion mm-hmm. and and breaking off some of the shame that religion right. has added to the picture. Completely agree. <laughs> so, Completely. No, I'm with you. We're on that same path right there. Okay, so how would you describe your time with the Lord? Like, just more personal side.
1: Um. So we actually went to a um, Elevation Worship concert this weekend, and it was just like leaving there. I went to a con. I went thinking it was just going to be a concert, mm-hmm. and it just was like an all out just worship session just nice. from that from that night and then we went to my sister and her uh, my brother in law's church that Sunday morning and literally just felt like worship. I just kept floating. I'm still like high I'm telling Aww. you. What, I'm still high off the worship <laughs> I had this weekend. But um just those intimate moments where it's just like mm. you and God and mm. just work like that's just my favorite thing to do is just to be in his presence and yeah. just you know, really hear his voice because Mm -hmm. a lot of times we go in with our agenda and like, you know, I need this and I need that, you know. And so I feel like for me now it's important that I go in with, you know, God, what do you want from me? Mm -hmm. You know, not what I can get from you because I know you're going to bless me with, you know, things that are the desires of my heart as as long as they align with his plan mm-hmm. um but yeah just going into it just you know trying to hear what God wants from me yeah instead
0: of the other way around that's so, so good
1: that's so good yeah. so do
0: you have like a life scripture that kind of guides
1: um I think it just depends on what I'm going through in the moment yeah. you know I'm always looking up like you know, anytime I'm having self doubts, you know, okay, God, I need you to hear speak to me. Mm. What he really the way he really speaks to me is through music. Mm. And so, a lot of times, like um, I'll listen to a podcast and like a song I haven't heard in like three years will come up in my head, mm. and I'll just play that song and yeah. just really like reflect on what the words mean to me.
0: Um, mm. so yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I love <laughs> how the Lord speaks in different ways. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'll have that too. Sometimes I'll wake up and a song is just yeah. in my mind that I
1: haven't heard in forever. Right. and it'll be playing in my sleep, too, and I'll wake up, and I'm like, angels, are y'all singing over
0: here? <laughs> like, like, what's going on? <laughs> well, the word does say he sings over yeah, us, so, so. <laughs> you know, that's probably what that is. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, my questions kind of bounce around a little bit, but what do you wish that you had known starting out? Like, mm. starting out in your fashion journey, what do you wish that you would have known?
1: Um, that it wasn't going to be a quick journey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people told me that, but I'm like, eh, and see, you know, I I'm very humble now because God has humble me Aww. because through college, my professors, they just sung my praises like you're going to be so great and you're good at this and you're good in that. And so not that I really got I don't really think I was ever really cocky outwardly, but inwardly I, I look at something and be like Psh, why did she ever make that or that seam mm-hmm. is off, you know, and I was so critical of other people. You know, and when I graduated, you know, God was like, "Now what you going to do?
0: You know, because I didn't have
1: anywhere to go. And I'm like, but man, like, I'm so good at it. You know, why am I not? Yeah. And so I definitely had to go through like an humbling experience. Uh, um Like Joseph. Yes. <laughs> and so, but that's one thing that I, I wish I would have known was just like, it wasn't going to happen overnight, sure. you know, because Things would happen, like, you know, I made a beautiful prom dress, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be the dress that starts my career, and it didn't. Mm. And then I went to Fashion by Houston, and I'm like, okay, somebody's going to be there in the audience that sees my work, and it's going to start my career, and it didn't. And so it was like okay (laughs) so yeah I I definitely feel like I wish I would have known like it wasn't just gonna happen overnight like there was gonna be some things that I had to go through to get to where I am now but Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so then now as you're given opportunities like fashion week yeah I mean the probably the temptation is there to be like (laughs) okay fashion week's gonna start my career you know (laughs) what keeps you like from getting on that roller coaster um I guess just going in it Like, this has just
1: been my thing, even with the designing process of it, is, like, you still have time, Mm. you know. Um, And I'm thankful for every day that I get to wake up and, like, do what I love, you know, another day. Because I know that's not promised. Um, But definitely just knowing that, like, this is the start Mm -hmm. and you have time to become everything that God intends for you to be. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do it all at once because when I first started designing, I was like, I want to do this, 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 this. this. And uh-huh. God was like, it's just you. Remember that? <laughs> you're the only one. <laughs> you're the only one patterning, you're the only one sewing, you know. Mm-hmm. And so he just had to remind me like you have time to grow. To, to grow. Yeah. You know, so just take it like do the best you can for this. You know, this is your first collection as a brand, so focus on that. Do it well, mm-hmm. you know. And then grow from that. Because yeah. it's like, if I would have given my all just to this show, it's like, okay, where do I grow from here? Mm-hmm. So just, yeah, just yeah. reminding myself that, you know, I have time to grow. <laughs> That's
0: so good. That's so good. And that takes a lot of pressure off. Yeah, it does. It then, really does. <laughs> yeah, because then you're not like, my whole future rides on this.
1: Right, yeah. yeah. You know, and like, I have the skills there. I'm really good. Once I get the patterns out the way and I'm able to start sewing, like, it takes me you know, a day or two to do a whole outfit. So uh-huh. I'm really good on that end and it's good quality. And so um, you know, I'm like, just make it, just do it to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. You know, present a good collection mm-hmm. and see what happens from there. You know, yeah. don't just put all your eggs in a basket you know, for this yeah. one this one opportunity. So that there's yeah. so
0: much wisdom and freedom in that though. Right. Because like even this morning while I was talking to the Lord, I feel like he reminded me that the times and seasons in my life when I've experienced a lot of favor and a mm-hmm. lot of opportunity is the seasons not when I was chasing a big dream, right? But when I was my goal was to be faithful with the small things mm-hmm. and to bear good fruit, right? Like that was my goal, yeah. like God, I just want to be faithful because yeah. I don't know what's coming next, right? You know, and if I can be really faithful today, then. You know, maybe today's my last day. And right. this is the thing. This was my great moment. Right. In time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. And so, if I can be faithful with today, every day, then at the end of my life, I'll look back. Right. And be like, I was faithful with my life. Right. You know? Yeah. And and it does. It takes a lot of pressure off. It does. Yeah. I mean, like, New York Fashion Week was not on my
1: radar. Right. At all when it came. Um my 25th birthday, I remember like driving back home. I went to Dallas and I remember driving back home and I was just crying. I was like, God, I just don't want to live life without purpose. Like that's, yeah. that's it. You know, I don't care what it is. I just need some purpose in my life. Yeah. And I mean, two or three weeks later, that's when I got the email about New York fashion week. I wasn't searching for that. You know, yeah. I didn't apply. I wasn't, you know, that wasn't even crossing my mind. I was like, I just want to make clothes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, just, I just want to do what I love. Yeah. Um, New York fashion week was like, mid-career goals for me I wasn't even worried I was like okay I'll get there when I'm like 35 you know like (laughs) I I was not worried about that at all wow so you know and I mean it literally landed in my lap I they found me through Fashion by Houston that happened in 2017 it was a whole year later was that a school or a um it's it's a company Mm -hmm. um they're called Fashion X I keep saying Fashion by but I really think it's Fashion X um, but they do one in Houston, Austin, and Dallas. Okay. And so it's kind of like a a mini fashion week. So mm-hmm. it's like for three days, I think. Oh, cool. And so I applied um, as a capsule designer. Oh. and it's a way pretty much for um, people who aren't necessarily they aren't necessarily established mm-hmm. to show a collection in front of you know influencers and stuff like that. Okay. so um, that's what i I applied for that and. Went to the show, said, you know, okay, I guess this is gonna be it. You know, after a month of nothing really happening, I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> Plan B, <laughs> Plan B, what's next? <laughs> and so, um, I guess my work was on their website, oh. and that's how they, their curators, uh, Oxford Fashion Studio, who I'm doing New York Fashion Week through. That's how they found me wow. was through my work
0: from Fashion X. Wow. Yeah. So that was literally just like a favor yeah, moment. Right. Like God was yes. just like, and here you go. I, like- I literally applied.
1: We found out my mom was actually the one who told me that they were taking applications for it. And it was like a day before mm. the applications were due. Oh, my god. I applied and,
0: yeah, ended wow. up getting accepted. So, see, what looked like a failure, dear dear listeners, (laughs) what looked like a failure was your doorway. Right. And in the meantime,
1: your character was
0: being refined. Right. Exactly.
1: That's exactly what it was. Because I was like, you know, not that nothing didn't come from it. It just didn't come when I thought it should have, you know. It didn't come a month later. It came a year later, you know. And, um, and it
0: was even bigger. Right. Now it's even bigger of a platform than right. what that was. <laughs> exactly.
1: So. And I mean, just like the revelation that came when I got the invitation for New York Fashion Week and I spoke to the lady who, you know, is my person of contact, the revelation that came from everything that I had gone through, mm. you know, and um, God revealed to me that I was in a winter season, you know, and yeah. um, I can't remember the name of the song, but it's by Hillsong. And um, it was just talking about how on the other side of winter, mm-hmm. you know, is something greater to come, yeah. you know. And so he, he brought me through all the physical elements of winter and yes. gardening during the winter time. And, you know, that revelation of that kind of carried me through mm-hmm. the next two weeks until I got the invitation in New York Fashion
0: Week. So wow. it was, yeah. 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 It's amazing how many times in life, too, like there's a dream that's died or mm-hmm. there's a injustice that you're waiting for justice right. or whatever. And I've, I've seen how things will just hold and hold and hold and hold <laughs> until your heart changes. Right. That revelation, that surrender maybe to yeah. the Lord's will or to the bigger God, I trust you, you right. know, that surrender yeah. happens and then chink, everything changes. Yes. And it's like, cause it was literally a point yeah. where I was like, okay, I really don't know what's next. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah. That's awesome. Man, what a cool story. Okay, so we've talked about then like the importance of the heart and how the Lord works through all these things. What advice would you give to listeners who maybe are on their own journey? They have a dream. Maybe they've articulated it. Maybe they haven't. Maybe there's no open doors or too many open doors. They don't know where to go. what advice would you give to listeners in pursuing the vision that's in their heart? Yeah, I um, actually just talked to a group of
1: young girls about this. And for me, I feel like if it's something that God has placed in your heart, like, you know it, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's something that you just can't get out your system. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like it's important to really pray on it and make sure that, you know, okay, God, what steps do I need to take to get to it so I don't get too ahead of myself? (laughs) What I did, you know, (laughs) you know, help me to not. Make the plan happen on my own, mm. but you know, in the time that you would have it to go. But yeah. just always like believing yourself. I feel like a lot of times self doubt kept me back from doing things that I should have done a long mm. time ago, and now I'm in a place where I'm like, you know, I don't get to shrink, I don't have to shrink for anybody, <laughs> right? You know, and so, um, I just feel like making sure that you know, you know, the plan, you have the plan, you know, sort of written out, it doesn't have to be on a timeline. But, you know, God, I dedicate this plan to you, however you want to make it happen, happen. But just, you know, keeping that vision in mind and not giving up on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, expound a little bit when you say, I don't got to shrink back for nobody. Yeah. Like, what? How did self-doubt, how did shrinking back play into things? Well.
1: Growing up, I was always, like, the artsy child. And, like, before art was really, like, now everybody's an artist. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's it's true. Everybody's an artist. Um, but, like, growing up, I was the creative person, you mm. know, in school, in my family. Like, I didn't really connect with people that easily. Mm. And so it was very easy for me to just say, like, okay, I'll just keep it to myself. And I'll just be myself to myself. You know, I didn't really express who I was because... I didn't want people looking look at me crazy like, who is she? She's not anybody. You know, she, you know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and so um, it took me a long time to, like, break that shell off of, mm-hmm. you know, who's who are they to say, you know, what you're capable of and yeah. what you should be doing. You know, like, if that's who you are, then be that. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal and my motto for 2019 is, you know, don't shrink. Don't be shrink. yourself, you know, because that's, that's who God created mm-hmm. you to be. So that's yeah. so
0: good. You need to put that on the t-shirt. <laughs>
1: Sell it. I have it on a sticky note above my mirror, like those affirmations that I say to myself yes. every day. That's one of them. Don't no. shrink.
0: You know what? That <laughs> needs to be okay. Okay, so she's fundraising for Fashion Week. We're going to yeah. go into that. You should put it on a t-shirt right. and sell, sell it. Yes. Yeah. Do it on yes. Facebook. Don't shrink. Don't right. shrink. Yes. And then we'll make those available to you, right. the general public. Okay. So, well, then how can listeners get involved? Because you are trying to get to Fashion Week right. and there's a big chunk of change that goes with yes. it. And so, Bria is Fundraising, and she's been fundraising for a while, right? Yeah, right? since um December, since December. Yeah. Do you have a Facebook page or something real simple to point them to? You yeah, if,
1: to find all these. Um, my Facebook page is Dignified Women's Apparel. If you want to go on Facebook, That's um, to find.
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> the GoFundMe link should be on the page. Okay, and so then what does the money cover that you're fundraising? Um, So everything that I'm
1: asking for in donations goes straight to uh, participation fees. Okay. So that doesn't include fabric or travel. I'm trying to, you know, balance the cost of that. Um, so the first installment is paid. Yes. yes. Thank you, Jesus. Paid, I know, paid it the other day. And pretty much all of that has been from donations. Okay, so wow. that's been a blessing. Because
0: um, so. you're not working right now. You're just designing. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, people. Any yeah. of you wealthy entrepreneurs out there want to fund her dream? Here you go. Yeah, so, um,
1: I have two more installments of, uh, $2,600 okay. due, um, in April. No, just paid the one for April. June and July.
0: Okay. So, so it's close to about 900 bucks covers each design, with yeah. a model, hair, and makeup. Right. right? So that's what it all kind of right. goes yeah. into. Uh, hair, makeup, models,
1: runway photography, PR, all of that. Okay. And how yeah. long do you have to be out there? How many times are you running your show? Just once? Just once. I show on September 7th. Okay. Um, But I do have an opportunity to show in Milan, Paris, or London in 2020. I know. <laughs>
0: for you Uh, can i just climb in your suitcase (laughs) right
1: so the goal is milan uh september 2020
0: wow okay yeah Oh my gosh, I, I can't even believe you said that. That is so exciting. Yeah. Okay. Yes, people, let's get her there. Let's just get her there yeah. so we can all live vicariously Right. Through her. <laughs> put on for Boma, That's please. That's so wonderful. Yeah, put Bowman on the map, girl. Yes. Okay, so the money covers that. So you'll actually be needing to have more than that because mm-hmm. travel expenses, food in New York's not cheap, Right. Hotel, you know, yeah. I mean. Yeah. So people, we need to show her the love. Okay. Please. So what could come out of this fashion show? Um, so, the
1: way the company is set up that I'm going through, they put you in front of buyers, manufacturers, influencers, people who just can really help you launch your career. Yeah. And so, the goal is to have an e-commerce site where I'm able to have clothes manufactured to sell okay. um, on a site. It is women's ready-to-wear, um, so not don't come looking for formal because it <laughs> won't. <laughs> and not men either, because I didn't got that too. Do you do men's? No. Oh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. I did take men's wear in college, so okay. You know, I I have the background, but
0: yeah. um, yeah, it's women's ready to wear for now. So that's street styles, not the couture stuff that you right. see on the normal runways. That right. Are like, where'd yeah. that come from? Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's definitely wearable fashion. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. And then, well. Okay, we kind of just answered that. Okay, I'll edit this whole part out. Okay, so, um, moving into life hacks, mm-hmm. I'll record some like midway yeah. transition things. Okay, so Bria has some genius uh, life hacks for you. Uh, so this is your favorite segment, oh, whatever. I'm watching this whole thing. Okay, what is your favorite life saving tip, Bria? As if I've never done this podcast it's before. Yeah. Okay, what is your favorite life saving hack?
1: Um, so personally, this is something that I've started this year. And it was actually, um, I'm a part of like an entrepreneur group. Um, found her through a podcast. It's called Blessed and Bossed of Society. Oh, come on. Uh, and it's for uh, Christian uh, entrepreneurs. Okay. And so one of the master classes that she did was talking about um, turning your visions into reality. Mm-hmm. And so it's something that I sit down. Um, I try to do at the beginning of every week. But I just write out, you know, my vision. How do I turn that vision into a goal? Mm. I write out the plan for the goal. And then I see it happen.
0: Wow.
1: (laughs) And so that's something that, like... I looking back at it now, it's something that I didn't really do and it was probably like, and, and I look at it I'm like, well that probably why, that's probably why I didn't really get to see that come to fruition because I didn't have a plan for mm-hmm. it. So I feel like that's important. A lot of times especially as creatives, we're like, I have this great vision, I have this great plan and you know, we don't really write it out and so then it just kind of goes, you know, and then another year comes back around you're like, man, what happened to that? Yeah. So I'm being very intentional about writing out my plans and checking it off. That's something that helps me too, is being able to literally like physically check something yeah. off. Yes. It's like,
0: okay, I accomplished this goal. What more can I do? Exactly. So, and it probably yeah. helps you use your time more. Wisely it too. does. Yeah. yeah. It definitely okay. helps with time management. So give us an example of what this looks like.
1: So, um, at the beginning of the year, um, God petitioned me to start a blog. Okay. And so I was like, okay, what are the steps that I need to take in order to start this blog? So, um, I needed to define what my blog was even going to be about, you know, yeah. cause you can't go to a blog and be like, I'm a blogger. <laughs> yeah,
0: <right. laughs> what,
1: what are you specializing in? So I had to <laughs> narrow down like what my blog was going to be about. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to get a website in order and then I just kind of had to decide like, you know, when are you going to post? What are you going to post about? What are your different, you know, breakdowns going to be about? Um, and so that as well helped me to actually get my blog published so um beginning of end of february beginning of march i actually was able to launch my blog That's
0: wonderful yeah i had
1: to write out all those steps and you know when are you gonna sit down to make patterns for it so i had to balance new york fashion week and making patterns for the clothes that i actually make for my blog um oh is that what your blog is about yeah so i feature original designs from my brand just to kind of brand my brand yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then i also have different segments where i like to talk to other um, people who are in fashion in southeast texas in uh particular okay um, because i want to change the conversation so mm. that people are able to be more open about fashion and connecting in that way sure um so i have you know, a couple of posts coming up from that, from a couple of people that I've sat down and talked to, so.
0: That's so great. So what is the name of your blog? Where can they find you? As Sewn by Bria. Oh, very nice. (laughs) And it's, um. Oh, wait, that's your Instagram handle. Yes. Okay, I wonder where that came from. Yeah, so I have,
1: um, my blog is as by Bria and then my brand, my actual clothing line is Dignified Women's Apparel. Oh, okay. So. Um, oh, I like how they feed together. Yeah. That's so great. So, it's all about just connecting, like I told you, like stitching together. Mm-hmm. All of the people in, you know, Southeast Texas who are interested in um, being more vocal
0: about fashion and styling and all that good stuff. That's so wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you guys see me and Bria buddying around yes. coating <laughs> the Fashion and Beaumont Parade <laughs> that's uh that's what we're gonna be doing well that's so exciting (laughs) Bria thank you so much no thank you coming on here okay you guys listen though the goal is we want to get Bria to fashion week we need Christian voices (laughs) in these industries and she loves Jesus and we want to see her succeed and accomplish this dream so her win is our win yes for sure (laughs) thank you Bria so much for coming it's such a blessing Alright, you guys, I know you're just as excited to support Bria as I am, so I wanted to give you a little information how you can do that. If you want to travel vicariously through her to Fashion Week, you can connect with her on Facebook to follow her journey at Dignified Women's Apparel. That's Dignified Women's Apparel on Facebook. And if you'd like to donate directly to her, you can find her GoFundMe link on my blog or on her Facebook page, or you can use the Cash app and search dollar sign Bria Evans 1. That's the dollar sign Bria B-R-I-A Evans E-V-A-N-S and the number one dollar Bria Evans 1. That's how you can find her on the cash app and if you'd like to find out any other ways you can support her or you want to shoot her an encouraging message on her journey Go check out her Facebook page at Dignified Women's Apparel. If you want to see any of her other social media platforms like her blog or her Instagram pages, just go check out my blog. I put everything in one place so it's easy to find. I'll have all the links on there for you. Okay, one last time, I want to make sure you can remember this. Find her on Facebook at Dignified Women's Apparel or on the Cash App at dollar sign Bria Evans one and any other links you can find on my blog. Thank you so much for supporting Bria's dream and God's dream of having his children be influential voices in these places of cultural influence. Don't forget, rate and share this episode. The more you share it, the closer Bria gets to her goal. Thanks so much for joining us today. You guys have a great weekend thank you so much for tuning in to today's show for those of you who've rated or shared this podcast on social media thank you it really means a lot to me and don't forget you can always email me with questions or comments at javawithjenpodcast at gmail.com and for links or show notes just go visit my blog at jenaleesamuel.wordpress.com until next time you've got this and God's got you